0: Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Rijn, Senior Director of External Communications at Zebra Technologies, and joining us for her first Zebra Inclusion and Diversity Action Report is Laura Kennedy, the Senior Advisor for Global Inclusion and Diversity at Zebra. If you follow the Your Edge blog, you may have seen some of Laura's perspectives on IND issues and read about her personal experiences. So I'm thrilled she's sitting down with us today to talk about the efforts and progress being made to create a culture of belonging at Zebra and help advocate for equality in our global communities. Laura, thanks so much for being here. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Therese. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the conversation today.
0: I am as well. Laura, diving right in, I know you and your team have been making great strides with the initiatives you put in place this past year to ensure Zebra employees, customers and partners can feel safe revealing their
1: true selves. Do you want to share some updates with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Therese, some of our our key goals this year involve supporting a culture of belonging. And part of that is really about empowering leaders as cultural change agents. And so, of the big projects we look at when we think about leadership The first one is around, you know, how are we embedding our inclusion network leaders and seeing them as the future leaders of our organisation? What does the succession planning look like there and how are we embedding that as part of our broader talent management processes? We're also working really closely with our HR analytics team to look at how do we better leverage our data with leaders to give them that actionable insights that they need to affect real change within the respective areas of the business. So there's just a couple of the kind of more centralised projects that we're working on. But it's not just the responsibility. IND doesn't just sit with our team, right? I think it's the responsibility of everyone across the organisation. And what's fantastic is that we're seeing initiatives happening regionally and functionally as well. So a great example of this, just last month, some of our APAC colleagues presented at the Mercer Tech Forum, which is an external platform, and they they shared with other large technology organisations our journey of inclusion and diversity in the region there and the impact of some of the employee resource groups out there that that's having with colleagues, but also customers, too. You know, in talking of customers, we continue to engage with them in important dialogue about some of their experiences, but also their expectations of us as a supplier to them. So as part of our our pride celebrations recently in the summer we had an incredibly powerful session with a global customer Ceva Logistics and the engagement for that session was incredible and the impact was really far reaching so regionally we're seeing impact with customers we're seeing impact but functionally our teams are coming together too you know a great example of this would be the work of the legal team they're collaborating with their expanded team of of external law firms, and they're ensuring that they're aligned and partnering with those where inclusion and diversity is a key priority for them, too. So it really is fantastic to see, you know, so many initiatives across the entire organisation, all of which are going a really long way in fostering this inclusive culture that we strive for here, not just for our employees, but for our customers, our partners and our suppliers, too. So its it's been a really busy year and its it's great to see the impact that it's having.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Laura, have you been facing any headwinds from the hateful rhetoric that seems to be on the rise on social media and in society in general right now? Or do you feel that it's only fueling greater participation in zebra programs that advocate for inclusion and diversity?
1: You know, the world has seen some really horrific and and hate-fueled tragedies here. And at times, You know, I think the world has felt incredibly divisive and and social media and news outlets definitely amplify that. And I think it would be remiss of us to expect that as humans, we can shut that out and, you know, continue to work without the state of that world affecting us. But what I would say is that when we see these experiences of cruelty and justice and hatred, I think more than ever, people really are wanting to speak up and advocate for change. And we're seeing that happen in so many ways here at, at Zebra. You know, we've hosted courageous conversation series following some of the racial hate crimes and tragedies such as Buffalo earlier this year. We've issued out messages of support and love for our LGBTQ plus community in the wake of the homophobic attack in Oslo earlier in the year. And we've continued to host a series of ask me anything sessions with some of our senior leaders. And it's all around creating this forum of safe but important dialogue. I think in the spirit of more workers returning to office, too, we're really seeing local offices and sites come together to host in-person breakfast sessions, maybe, or lunch and learns. How can they raise awareness and provide pillars of support for each other, for those that may be struggling? I think what I will say is that our Zebra family really is that. It's pulled together to support each other. And we've seen real empathy and compassion along the way. I think whilst it's the most exhausting and saddening thing to witness some of the tragedies that we have this year, I do genuinely believe it is fueling a greater participation in the, the IND programming that we've got here. And we've definitely seen that with the increase in engagement and activity over the course of the year. So as I say, it's incredibly sad to see. But the flip side is is that we are seeing more engagement and support like never before, which is fantastic.
0: Mm mm-hmm. How are you helping employees, especially people managers and company leaders, know the right thing to do and say in situations like that?
1: You know, we recognize the role that all employees have in fostering the inclusive culture here at Zebra. But as I mentioned earlier, one of the key goals is seeing company leaders as cultural change agents that can affect real change in the organization. And we really want to build a community of sharing amongst leaders here at Zebra. And it has been fantastic to see the efforts of different leaders and the behaviors and you know efforts that they make to learn from each other to to drive that change we've seen leaders invite ind champions or inclusion network leaders the ind team itself to join sessions with their teams to seek guidance on how to navigate some of these difficult issues and conversations together some leaders really champion specific inclusion networks and they invite them to speak formally at functional town halls or regional town halls And our inclusion networks do a fantastic job in continuing to partner with our leaders. They invite them to attend coffee sessions, coffee chats and to learn and raise awareness of some of the key challenges that some minority groups may be facing. And on top of all of that, the IND team, we partner closely with our learning and development teams here and we host a series of inclusive leadership training programmes. Now, these really focus on identifying and overcoming biases, how to empower all of our colleagues so that they can thrive in the workplace. But it's also around equipping our leaders with the tools and resources to navigate through difficult conversations or scenarios as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about inclusive leadership. What does that mean,
1: Laura? So for me, inclusive leadership is a, a leadership style which really focuses around collaboration, communication with all our colleagues to ensure that we're effective in decision making and problem solving. You know, an inclusive leader is someone who ensures that they're really lifting and leveraging off the diverse skill sets of all of their team members, all of the knowledge and the experiences that they bring. And it's a leadership style we know is hugely appreciated by employees because they feel truly seen, heard, valued and respected. So, you know, to me, an inclusive leader has got many key attributes that makes them effective. They're humble. You know, they're aware of their limitations and biases, but they can see and recognize the strengths of those around them and bring them into the fold. They're active listeners. They seek to understand and they invite the opinions and ideas of others. And, you know, and by doing this, they're fundamentally driving more collaboration and engagement at work. I think one of the key things for me, one of the most important traits I would say of an inclusive leader is that ability to be human, empathetic and compassionate to the Mm -hmm. needs and the experiences of their team members. Right. And we as I say, we run a series of these sessions for all people managers here at Zebra. And one of the key components within that session is this concept of psychological safety. And this is the shared belief that you won't be humiliated for speaking up with ideas or questions or concerns, And that you can, you know, really feel comfortable in bringing your true, authentic self. I think fundamentally, we need to create an environment where everyone feels psychologically safe to speak up, to share their ideas and to to bring themselves to work. And we absolutely recognize that our leaders play a huge role in this.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How are you leaning on employees to help guide your team's action and counsel to others?
1: You know, we're always seeking input and ideas from our employees on how we continue to foster this more inclusive culture here. I would say that we're really seeing an evolution of our inclusion networks, and I've mentioned them a few times in this conversation. We have eight active inclusion networks here at Zebra, and they are employee-driven, executive-sponsored communities, and typically they form as an affinity group. Initially, the focus is around, you know, internal events, but we're really seeing them evolve into this more typical employee resource group where we look at other areas like career development or mentoring but with some of our inclusion networks we're starting to see this evolution towards a business resource group and for me this is where they contribute to business opportunities or they provide insight or perspective on key projects because they have unique insights they have unique perspectives and so how can we leverage on that and how can we bring that into the fold and there's been some some great examples recently in our organization so Win, which is our women's inclusion network, they proposed a fantastic idea to utilize a global recognition program that we use here to amplify the importance of allyship and to reward and recognize those who go above and beyond to demonstrate this or demonstrate advocacy for inclusion. You know, another project that involves the ability to capture data within our, you know, our HCM systems. We working really closely with our lgbtq plus inclusion network zeal around this so another great initiative and one that our inclusion network plays a significant role in so as well as the inclusion networks we also have ind councils and champions in each of the regions and functions and we're connecting with them regularly um, we use these as forums to gather feedback and insight um you know they adopt some of the work that we do and execute on that in their respective areas and we've seen some we've seen some incredibly powerful learning circles some storytelling events hosted by these councils and again the impact of those has been huge it it goes a long way in fostering this safe this inclusive culture within their respective teams um and it it's been fantastic to see but i think employees across the board at zebra from all levels they have a they all have a role to play
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Is there one thing you think employers in general should keep in mind right now when embarking on their own efforts to create an inclusive work culture?
1: I think one of the most simple but effective things would be that employees need to create the safe space and they need to create opportunities for connection and storytelling, as well as given opportunities for employees to provide feedback on what's working and what isn't. And I think when we create these safe spaces and opportunities for feedback, though, it's critical that employees feel seen as though they are being listened to. They have to trust that the organisation is committed to a understanding and to be making change. I had a fantastic conversation with an IND leader and they use this term. We have to seek to understand. And I couldn't agree more because all too often we see companies make these big plans, but they don't necessarily address the issues that colleagues are facing. So I think by engaging colleagues at all levels across the organization, you can get real clarity on the issues. You can understand where you need to focus your efforts. And I think that's where you'll make a real impact.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, I see all that you and your team do to help ensure Zebra as a company walks the walk. So thank you for your continued efforts and your guidance, Laura.
1: Thank you so much, Therese. Great to speak to you today
0: you as well. And thank you to our listeners. It's critical we continue these conversations about inclusion and diversity so that we can learn from one another and break the biases that break down trust and confidence in one another. I know our Zebra team will keep listening to your thoughts and experiences so we can be better advocates and allies. And I hope you learned something from tuning into our discussion. I'm Therese Van Ryn. Until next time.